Welcome to another episode of The Adventures of Two Dudes. I'm Manny. And I'm Scott. And uh, today we're just relaxing and enjoying the great Saturday. And it's beautiful outside. Scott, what do you think of the World Series? Two things. Actually, not two things. More than that. Um, I cried a little. Actually, I didn't this time. But... I had two big emotions. I was happy that we made it back to the World Series. Two years in a row. I seriously thought the Dodgers were going to give them one hell of a series. I was hoping so. I, I really was. But deep down, you and I talked about this. I talked to my brothers about this. And, you know, other people, other friends, other family. The Red Sox were so good this year. Yeah, throughout the whole season. They were dominant. I think and they had the best winning record yeah, ever. And their franchise. 108 wins in the regular season. And so that part of it, to me, I was calling it back in May. I was like, look, uh, good luck beating the Red Sox because they are so good this year. But, you know, we're hopeful. Like, you know, our Cubby, your Cubbies and my Dodgers made the, world, or the playoffs. So we were hopeful. Um, it would have been really kind of cool. It would have been really interesting to see Cubs and Red Sox because that would have been, that been the cool. same match from 1918, 100 years ago. As it turns out, my Dodgers made it again, which I'm happy about. Um, and it was a rematch of the 1916 World Series. That's so right. we're talking about these matchups that, that haven't happened for 100 years or more. So, again, happy that my Dodgers made it. Really happy. But also knowing that, you know, we probably didn't have the best chance of winning against the Red Sox. So it didn't shock me. So I didn't leave the series on Sunday night um, thinking... You know, when they turned off the TV and I almost cried. Uh, I didn't quite get too sad um, because I kind of expected it. And I'm hoping that we can get back next year. Obviously, I hope the Cubs do well. I hope the Red Sox do well. Oh, I'm crossing my fingers. But what do you think the Dodgers need to do to do oh, get in the postseason again this year? Well, thankfully, we just signed Clayton Kershaw. We yes, and they get like three. Three, like three more years. Yeah, so it's, it, it added three years, which is really good. That would be great. Even though... His health and his back has hurt. His health's declining a little bit. Um, it's still a good signing. Um, and we're, we've got a few more people to sign. It's going to be interesting. We signed Manny Machado. Um, he's a great player. Um, would love to have him on the team. Uh, so that'll be interesting. And that's the great thing about the Hot Stove League. Uh, for, the, for you non-baseball listeners out there. And we hope we haven't lost you. But um, Hot Stove League, League is what they've always called it. When people get around... Uh, fire or the stove in the old days and talk baseball because there is no baseball now it's, yes. it's over for the season we'll get to that um but yeah i, I see that we're going to maybe improve for next year but we'll see yeah you know? well just like you know the cubbies too I mean, there's always next year so yeah. um around this time it gets a little bit depressing right just because there is no more baseball right you guys can probably hear in our voice even though we're having a great day we're both happy <laughs> oh, don't, don't mistake. We're both happy. Okay, well, let me ask you this. <laughs> what does baseball mean to you? Oh, man. So much. And and this is what's great about this podcast and, and us being able to kind of have a show. Is we don't script any of this. We have some subjects that we want to touch on, but we just throw it out there. And, um, and, and by the way, this is a great place to say before I get started, before we get started, really. Um, thank you to our listeners. We've got all three of you. No, just kidding. Um, <laughs> our listeners... Two and a half. Two and a half. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, hey, look, I was rounding up. <laughs> our listeners are, are growing. Um, it was three, now it's four. No. Um, we are really, really happy 
um, because we actually do have a pretty good following so far. It's true. And it's great. I mean, again, we got our moms and our sisters and brothers, but that, no, okay. I joke, I joke, <laughs> we joke. Oh, he's got jokes, people, he's got <laughs> jokes. Oh, you'll hear jokes, maybe not today so much, but you'll hear jokes, you'll hear jokes. Okay, but anyway, we want to thank our listeners, that's one thing we were laughing about before. It's really kind of cool to put this out there, and we're just two dudes just having conversations like we always do when we get together. And we just are, we're basically inviting other people to our conversations. It's really what this podcast is. Right. And we're having fun with it. So we're just going to keep having fun and enjoy it. But um, thank you, listeners. We hope that you give us feedback. Hopefully it's positive. You know, we'll still listen to the negative feedback if you have it. But we've had some really good positive feedback from, from some of you. And uh, we thank you. Yes, yes. And uh, for those people that don't know us, um, you and I have been friends for a very long time. I mean, we played Six Little League. Um, I mean, pretty much through all our teenage years. It's crazy to back. Um, so we've had a lot of uh, uh, baseball memories, you can say. Um, which, today, now that there is no baseball, I usually like to reflect, to like, maybe kill my uh, pastime with <coughs> baseball-related movies. And I want to know what your top five be, uh, best baseball oh, boys yeah top five this is this is tough and, and and i i thought about this this by no means is a list that i'm going to keep at you know those numbers the numbers that i have in my bottom top five they do change eventually or at, at some points but i thought about this and this is this is my top five i've got number one field of dreams good one number two the natural uh-huh. number three eight men out and we'll talk about these in, in a little bit more depth after Manny goes over his list um, and then number four I put uh, Fever Pitch which some people don't know I know you do. I love that movie yeah I mean it's a great great movie most people it's underrated they don't think it's a real right. baseball movie but it was filmed in, in 2004 when the Sox the Red Sox were getting their first run of these all these championships that they have now and Jimmy Fallon and uh Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore, thank you. Love Drew Barrymore. Drew, if you're listening, thanks for listening. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. So thanks for the pitch. card. <laughs> yeah. And the card, and then we love the candies that you sent to. Thank you. Um, now, if we could just get Fallon to listen, you know, that's a long shot, but we'll see. Um, okay, so Sandlots, uh, no, sorry, Fever Pitch is number uh, four. And then I round out my number five with the Sandlot, a classic. Classic. So well, now I gotta hear yours before we discuss why. <laughs> um, it's funny. Out of your top five, three of those are on my list. It's awesome. Uh, number one for me mm-hmm. is the Bad News Bears. Oh, nice classic. And, uh, it's a classic. It just uh, when I saw it, I was around that age, so I can relate to that. Yep. Uh, number two, okay. the Dreams. Yep. Gotta have that in your top three. <laughs> Got it. That movie there was a tearjerker. Mm-hmm. Uh, so number three was uh, Fever Pitch. Good. Which was on theirs. We were really close on that. Yeah. Yeah. Right number four. Yeah. Uh, number four is gonna surprise me. I mean, it's got it's baseball related. Okay. <coughs> the Slugger's Wife. Ooh. That movie there is, is actually really. It's got Dennis. Dennis Randy Quaid. 
was great. Right away. That's what it was. Good call. I've not seen that in a long time. Wow. Yeah. And you went deep tracks on that. Oh, one. I went deep. So deep. But yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, number five. Yeah. Is eight man out. Perfect. Good list. Well, how about we jump into a couple of these? Okay. Um, going back to Kill the Dreams. It's in your top three. Yes. Is it number two or number three? It's uh, it's top three, so okay. I think it's, the, it's number two. Yeah, because these kind of move. Over yeah, time. I mean, there's hoping for you know more baseball movies. Yeah, hopefully we'll get some more coming I out. I mean, there's like major league. Right. You gotta like the major league. Major leagues. Yeah, I mean, there's so many we're not mentioning, yeah, folks. Uh, I mean, Blue Skies again. This is another classic '80s movie. True. Yeah. I mean, um, we. You. Feel free to add. I mean. <coughs> the one with Tom Hanks. With the girls. Oh, yeah. League of Their Own. League of Their Own. Yeah, that's, that's another, another great one. Yeah, so, I mean, feel free again on our feedback. If you want, um, tell us your top three or your top five. You know, give us give us some of that. And we may not have time to respond to every single person, but please, um, we want to interact with you guys as well. Even though we don't do this every week. You know, we try to do this once or twice a month. It's kind of our goal uh, to have a, a podcast like that. So, um, beginning back to the, like the, our top movies. Field of Dreams, to me, yeah, some people think it's cheesy and or dare I say corny. <laughs> Pun intended. Pun intended. Thank you. Um, it's one of those movies that I never get tired of watching. No. And I'm like you. Like once the season ends, the the game is going away. Right. And we have hot stove league where we get to talk with our friends and our family about who's going to go where, what what trades are going to be made. And that's that's fun. Right. But. I passed the time away a little bit too by watching baseball movies. Yeah, know. and it's funny. I'll watch those movies too. I, right. You know, when the seasons you know, is is over, but I also rewatch them again right when the season gets to start. I do that too in March, right? Yes. Yep. Yes. Especially when it's closer to opening day. <laughs> yep. I break those movies out. We are baseball. What people refer to as baseball nerds, and we're proud of it. Who's a nerd? Uh, look, dude, I didn't mean anything <laughs> by it, <laughs> but we are, and um, I think our listeners that are baseball fans truly appreciate that, because we have, we have a lot of friends and family that are big baseball nerds like we are, yeah. and damn uh, it, we're proud of it. Okay. <laughs> kind of reminds me, this goes off the subject. That's what we do. Way off the subject. That's how we do. When you and I used to play, we used to have this one girl check us out. I know who you're talking about. Go. She was a, uh, I want to say, a little freak. Oh, she was freaky. She was so freaky that uh, she used to watch her rear ends. Which I can't blame her there. I really can't. And I don't know if I should give her a shout out. I think we might. I think we, I think we should. I think we should. Years have passed. I think there's a, you know, statute of limitations has passed. You know, yeah. I think it's okay. But I just want to say, Mert, it's because of you that I turn around and wave hi. It's a true story. Thank you. Thank you, Mert. Okay, back to her show. <laughs> Mert, that was for you. We hope you laugh. She's probably not even going to listen. Probably not. She's probably still good. Yeah. Right. As she does so well. All right. <laughs> Moving on. Let's go back to, I like that shout out. That's good. 
going back to fill the dreams, we, we've talked about this over the years, brothers and I, our sisters, mom, all of us have talked about this, this movie. It is such a classic movie, and um, I own the book and, and, and all that good stuff, and uh, W.P. Kinsella wrote it years ago. I actually visited Field of Dreams. This is a story. Oh man, you're so lucky to do that. Manny's already heard this story, but I, I, I'll share it with some of you out there because it, it, it's weird. It's weird, but I felt like I mean, it's a magical place. It's it, okay, yes, it's a cornfield in Iowa. I get it. It's so it's cliche and whatever. It's still there. Anyway, like five summers ago, um, you know, uh, I went with a friend. And we had just gone to Wrigley Field, my very first time at Wrigley Field, which that in and of itself, I will never forget that experience. It's magical. You know, like Manny said on the last podcast, you know, you kind of talked about a little bit about his, his experience here too. And we will talk about those again. But I had just gone to Wrigley Field for the first time with my friend Bridget, and we were driving from Chicago, um, and we watched the Dodgers and Cubs, which again, that's a whole nother, could be a whole nother show, probably will be. But driving from Chicago back to Minneapolis and we're driving through Iowa and it's a, you know it's a nice day and whatever it's in August it's August 2013 and I said hey look you know Field of Dreams is like 50 miles from here do you mind if we take like a, a different route you know I pulled it up on my you know my phone Google Maps whatever and she's like yeah of course no that's great let's go so we did and uh, we get there and there's just you know, it's the movie set. It's the movie set of Phil's Dreams. Yeah, cool. the benches on the side, the corners tall. I mean, it was August. It was a perfect time to go. Um, not too hot, though. It's actually pretty nice. Uh, probably 80 degrees out. And um, I get there, and uh, Bridget goes and sits on that bench that's in the movie, and the big white house is in the background. And Did somebody occupy that house? Or I, think, like- I think it's a movie set. I think it's they just left it there. Really? I think so. I mean, I could be wrong, but I didn't, I, I meant to go up there, but I ended up meeting four other guys, four other dudes that are out there hitting batting practice. They're like just throwing and catching and playing hardball with a wooden bat of all things. And I think that should, I think it should be an outlaw to have a, an aluminum bat at that field. <laughs> I really do. But they had a wood bat. Some dude and his girlfriend had driven from L.A., they were on their way to Cincinnati. I remember he was a Cincinnati Reds fan. Well, I get there, and I've got my Dodger cap on, of course. And I walk up, and I felt like 12 years old again. These guys, these four guys are on the field. Nobody else is there. And I said, guys, you mind if I jump in and play your, play a game with you? And I had my mitt and everything because I took it to Wrigley Field to yeah. hopefully catch a foul ball. And these guys were like, sure, come on in. And so I jump out there, and, you know, this the Reds fan who brought the bat, he said, hey, you're a Dodger fan. Um, I've got this autographed ball. He goes, sorry, it's we've kind of been batting it around, but it's got all these autographs from like these 1980s Dodgers. <laughs> and first of all, I thought he was crazy. I was like, dude, really? You were playing with this ball that's got autographs? Okay, whatever. So, but I was happy too. He's like, here, what? He goes, you should have this. Maybe, maybe this is why I'm here. You know, we all joked about you know it's fate. We're all here together, whatever. So he gives me the ball, and I just you know I, I just looked at it. It's got like um, you know some of the Dr. Great's on it. I can see Steve Garvey. I can see Ron Say. It's like, oh my God. Barely you can see it. It's not a, it's not in mint condition, but it was still kind of cool. So I, you know, I'm running over to throw it to Bridget. And uh, anyway, we proceed to play. Two hours goes by. Jeez. We're taking batting practice. I would, you know, I hit right side of the play, left side of the play. It just had a great, great time. Hit some great balls. 
swung and missed at a lot of balls because it's been years. <laughs> a little rusty, yeah. Yeah, it was a little rusty. Let's just say that. Uh-huh. Um, but I got a hold of a couple, and that crack of that bat on that field at that time, after just having gone to Wrigley Field the day before, was magical. And I it bet. really made me feel like, I don't know, I felt like a kid again. And I kept, I had the biggest smile on my face, and I didn't really realize it until after, you know, two hours of my, I looked over at Bridget, and she was laughing, and she's like, you're just like, she didn't know me as a kid, but she's like, this is exactly how you would have been at 12 years old, I can picture it, which made me laugh, because I was, didn't realize how big of a smile I had on my face, but anyway, getting back to what we're talking about, it's just the magic of baseball, mm-hmm. you know, and we talked, and Manny brought up the idea of, you know, hey, why don't we throw out our, our top five baseball movies? And that movie, that that's one of the reasons why Field of Dreams is such a strong connection to me. Yeah. yeah. So, and that you you know the scene I'm going to talk about. He throws to his dad. His oh, dad yeah. shows up. He's taking his Man. catcher gear off. Tears just come down every time. I mean, it's like Niagara Falls. It, every time. <laughs> waterworks. It waterworks, and you know that scene is coming. Uh-huh. It's not a surprise. <laughs> no. You've seen this movie before. Yeah. Yeah. You know it's coming. Out. You know it's coming. There's no surprise. There's only a few movies that do that. I mean, Rudy for me does the same True. thing. So. I mean, True. Certain. I mean, it's always sports films. It's funny. Always. Always. But yeah. I mean, yeah. I've been known to cry on other ones too. You know, some you know romantic comedies and you know things like that. <laughs> or The Exorcist because I've been forced to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> but. Uh, no, but Field of Dreams, seriously, that is, that is, uh, that's the one movie that, uh, the one baseball movie that I got to rank number one, because I got a connection, such a connection to it, but, uh, anyway, um, what's another one, you, you brought up, um, your number one, uh, the Bad News Bears, Bad News Bears, came out in the 70s, um, like I said, uh, I related to that movie, uh, watching it as, as a, a kid, yeah, as a yeah. kid, I mean, that's, thing about baseball and watching that movie is that I look forward to the summer times because I got to play catch with my bro. Yep. God, I got those days. new uniform. <laughs> the the I mean my We even had a yellow uniform. We did Ruthly. Ugly color. Ugly. That's a whole different story. But um but it means I mean back then baseball just meant hanging out with my friends and uniforms and family and, and yeah. now that I'm older I can't experience those feelings anymore right? so what baseball means to me now is more of a more of a nostalgic feeling where uh, if I would live closer to like a stadium and stuff I would love just to go there like drive by drive by or even like, though there, you know there's no game yeah you, yeah I've been the same you know I don't know what that is <laughs> <laughs> but it's like almost in a way it's like I need to be around it yeah constantly which why we always yeah watch these movies the nostalgia yes for sure but yeah I mean the Betty's Bears was just it was funny mm-hmm. you know it was uh, uh, it was just uh, uh, it's classic it is a classic it, people uh, yeah it's, it's still on today they always show it it's always on TBS or TNT. You find it all the time. But, um, well, okay, let's go back to... Um, oh, I wanted to touch on The Natural, too. Um, the Natural was one of those movies that... It wasn't about real teams, um, you know, but, but Robert Redford starred in it. And 
some of that story was based on a real event that happened back in the day. Yeah, I heard about Claire that. Well, I read about that, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, I saw that movie at the local movie theater, and I thought that there was uh, that team. Right. And I was like, wait, did, who, what team is this? Yeah, the New York Knights? That's but, awesome. Yeah, but... Mm-hmm. Well, it's funny, because my brother Dave, he even bought, like, a natural hat, like, uh, the natural hat has New York on it, NY, uh-huh. and it was in the style of the the, uh, the New York Knights. <laughs> yeah. Wilfred Brimley, you know, the, the, that guy was the coach, and, I mean, it was just, it's like classic baseball. It, it was set in the 20s, um, you know, Babe Ruth era, and uh, just a phenomenal era, and just, um, it, there's just so much involved with that movie, and, and there was a player shot back in the day by a fan, I don't remember his name, but this story was loosely kind of based on him, and then, you know, you guys that watch have watched the movie Big Baseball Band, you know, he makes his own bat. That's right. The hickory tree gets, you know, hit by lightning, it's, the bat is called Wonder Boy, you know, hey Bobby, <laughs> pick me out a winner, you know, you know the story. <laughs> it's such a great story, and and again, did I mention that we are baseball nerds? Because we are. Nerd? But, yeah, I, okay, we're, we're admitting it fully. <laughs> but uh, the other movie I was going to go back to, Eight Men Out. Yeah. Eight Men Out. Chicago uh, White Sox. Yes. The White Sox from the 1919 World Series, which now sounds funny because it was 99 years ago. But Shoeless Joe Jackson's on the team. He's always, for a long, long, long time, been a favorite player of mine. I started reading about him in the late 80s with, uh, you know, when Field of Dreams came out. Right. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, when Field of Dreams comes out, or came out, Shoeless Joe was in the movie, and I always wondered, well, who was Shoeless Joe Jackson? And it sparked, like, this whole big interest. Now, I, I own, like, five or ten books of Shoeless Joe, um, books about Shoeless Joe Jackson. I did a research paper back in college. Right. Um, and a report and a presentation on it back in, you know, back in the day. So needless to say, I'm a big Shoeless Joe Jackson fan, and I think he was innocent. I don't think there's any good proof. Well, you want to give like a brief uh, a story sure. on that? Sure, sure. For people who don't know what Eight Man Out is about. Yeah, Eight Man Out is about the eight players for the uh, White Sox, 1919 White Sox. And then keep in mind, they had just won the 1917 World Series. In 1918, the Red Sox beat the Cubs. And <coughs> Yeah, <coughs> which you try not to mention. Yeah. Plus, they beat my Dodgers in 1916. Um, Anyway, they were a powerhouse, okay? Like, kind of like they are now, 100 years later. Anyway, 1919 comes around, and everybody expected the White Sox to win. Right. They were stacked. They had a loaded team. They were great. And they lost to the Cincinnati Reds. And nobody expected it. Well, it turns out there were gamblers that paid off some of the players. And they, the reason they called the movie Amen Out, it was a book that was written back in the 50s, uh, late 40s, early 50s. But... Uh, the same title, and they booted eight players out for life for gambling on the sport. Right. Now, some of them did gamble, and there's there's absolutely 100 percent evidence that they did. But there's two players, uh, Buck Weaver, and uh, he was the third baseman, and she was Joe Jackson, who was the left fielder. They could never prove that those two gambled, and they could never prove that they threw the ball games. Didn't make any errors. Uh, did, they both hit really well in the series. Which explains why Joe was 
Yeah, he was just like, I didn't know anything about it. Yeah, highest batting average. He hit the only home run that series. Now, this was called the dead ball era. 1920 is when the dead ball era ends. Babe Ruth really started hitting a lot of home runs that year. And then the rest is history. But 1919 is still the dead ball era. How many home runs? She was showing the only home run. Had the highest batting average on both teams. Played great baseball. I've gone back and looked at all the box scores. I've done all that stuff. Did research and stuff. Read a ton of books about him. There's really no good proof. There's no good evidence that has persuaded me that he was guilty. Yet, he was one of the eight men out. He was kicked out of baseball for life. And it's just, it's kind of a sad story. It actually, I mean, it, it sounds, again, sounds nerdy and dorky, I guess, to some people. But I feel bad for the guy. Because yeah. he should be, he should be in the Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah. The stats that he had, mm-hmm. he should be in there. Easy. Yeah, and he's not. And so that movie kind of tugs at my heart a little bit just because I feel so bad for him. And Buck Weaver, too, but I don't know as much about Buck Weaver. But um, the other guys, they did it. They're guilty, you know, end of story. You know, you know what other movie is not on our list? What's that? 42. Oh, yes. Brilliant. 42. I just thought about that. Just come out four or five years ago. Yeah. Three four years ago. Yeah. 42, about Jackie Robinson. About Jackie Robinson. Oh, uh, okay. When we do our Jackie <laughs> Robinson special in April... And we will we'll revisit we'll more, more detail yeah. and, and the music and, and uh, the endorsements that he got and, yeah. and what he meant to a lot of people. I think yeah. Jackie Robinson and Joe Lewis were one of the big, big yeah. uh, black American athletes. And yeah, and they, just changed, they changed society. Yeah, they just—it's crazy. Yeah. It changed society. I mean, they made they made it a little bit well, I won't say easier, but in a way, they finally made people see that you know. Um, African Americans had a right to play baseball. You know, they, didn't, they shouldn't have their own league or be forced to play just a separate, segregated league. So, yeah, and that, that's a that's a great call on that, brother. Did, I did make my top five, but it very easily it could, could be up there. Yeah, very easily could could go there. <laughs> we could probably take Fever Pitch right. out. Yeah, and because it is it. a comedy. It is. It it's is. Sandlot. It is. Yeah, and Sandlot's so great too. But yeah. Like, exactly. Since those movies were comedy and baseball related, and exactly. they could have easily exactly. put Forty Two in there. Right. Sixty One was another great movie oh, too. Oh yes, Sixty One about uh, Mickey Mantle and Roger Maris. Roger Maris, their yeah. home run chase mm-hmm. with the Yankees. Yeah. So, yeah. Long before we were born, but you know, as baseball fans, and I think we, this is one thing we love about baseball, is it connects you to other generations. Mm-hmm. Whether it's your, your your mother and father's generation, whether it's your grandfather's generation, aunt and uncles. It just connects you, you know. I mean, we know we know the whole story of Babe Ruth, and we know the whole story of you know Shoes Joe Jackson and, and Jackie Robinson long, long before we were ever born, yeah. long before our parents were ever born. I think today's kids don't really appreciate a lot of that. True. I think uh, a lot of kids, or uh, not, they're not kids anymore. But like in the '90s, I think uh, juicing killed a lot of. Uh, True, the fans. Unfortunately, that's absolutely and true. Juicing is what I mean by steroids. Right. A lot of the athletes used, yeah. and it just killed a lot of the, uh, the fans' yeah, interests. It, it did, and it, and it's, that's a sad truth. It's the truth. I mean, uh, unfortunately, you know, when I ask people, just you know, this isn't a scientific poll or anything, but I want to ask uh, students and 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 teenagers, hey, do you like baseball? Like, two people. Will raise their hand out of out of a classroom like 30, 35. Yes. 
two people would raise their hand. That's horrible. Why do you think that? I think it's kind of what you said. I think that it, you know, the baseball baseball's not marketed itself very well to the younger crowd. Um, I think I hear a lot of people say that it's too boring, it's mm-hmm. too slow. Mm-hmm. I know they did, they try to improve it by having the pitcher pitch the ball a little more uh, quickly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, they change the walks. You you know you can just put four fingers up and the guy goes to first base. You don't have right. to wait for that. Plus with the replays. Yeah. Uh, which might take more time. <laughs> but to me, to be honest, I welcome that. Right. I do. I mean, I welcome. I just like being around. Absolutely, you know, the the sport, yeah, it, it, stuff like that. I think baseball is like three hours of heaven. Yeah, that's the way I look at it. It's a getaway. It is. Yeah, and so, uh, and I think that's funny because you and I can look at it that way. And you may not even you may not have the time. I mean, we rarely have the time to sit down and watch a ball game, right? You know, by ourselves. But it's always good to have on in the background. Mm-hmm. You know, or if you can and you can watch a full nine innings, good. That's awesome. You know, and like I said last Saturday night, or no, last Friday night was the 18 inning game for the World Series, and it was really cool because my mom and I watched virtually the whole thing. She made it to the 17th inning, which I'm still proud of you, mom, that she did that. That was amazing. And the 18th inning, the Dodgers won. I mean, now that's not common. That's not a normal game. But I understand when the fans say, Oh, I don't like watching it. It's too slow. I get that. Mm-hmm. You know, I get, I get it. You and I don't feel that way. But we get it, right. you know. And I think what's interesting about that is that people maybe just need to give it more of a chance, get to know some of the players a little bit, bit a little bit better, and that might bring some of the people back into it. Because I think guys our age, um, you know, um, look at this sport, and, and we, we don't get tired of it because we've had a connection with it. We used to play it all the time. Right. But I think nowadays, unless you play it, you really don't get into it. And there's fewer people playing it now than there was, you know, 20, 30 years ago. Although there's still a lot, you know, and our nephews are, you know, players and nieces as well. You know, hopefully they'll grow up and love the sport as well. But, you know, they certainly don't have to. And there's, there's definitely there's definitely a feeling that it's just too slow for, for this generation. And I think that's the sad part, but it is a reality. Yeah. You know? So... I don't know. What do you What do you think? I mean, do you Do you have any ideas that baseball could maybe do something different? What do you think? <laughs> well, I don't know about doing anything different. To me, yeah. I think the game is perfect the way it is. But I I I, I, I agree with you. I mean, people do complain at the end, and it's not you know uh, like football where there's always excitement or anything like that. But to me, when you got nine players out there and you got one batter. To me, it's kind of like a, almost like a chess game. Yeah, it's, it is. You gotta know the strategy. Yep. You got one pitcher who pitches perfect fastballs, and then you have another pitcher who's got perfect curveballs. Yep. And, and the thing about baseball is that what I like about it is both teams have an equal chance to win the game. Absolutely. There is no time limit. Mm-hmm. There's no point limit. Yep. And anything can happen in baseball. Yep. People don't realize that. Yeah. They're I always agree. worried about a clock. Yeah. They're always worried about, you know, how many timeouts they have. Yes. Uh, yeah. And, yep. and it, it doesn't give the team, yeah. you know, that equal opportunity yeah. as it would like in baseball. Yeah. I mean, you can be down so many points in the ninth inning and still can come back and win it. Yeah. Yep. 
Yeah, you'd be down at you'd be down at any number of runs, and, and yeah, sometimes you think, oh, well, we're, that, we're too far down, we can't. And it's yet it's happened. Almost everything has happened in baseball, but there's still unwritten things or un, un, unseen things that are yet to happen. Which that's why we watch the game. Yeah. And we've talked about this before too. And I think I'm going to borrow a line from Fever Pitch. Baseball's there for us every day, like from March until October. It's there for us. Yeah. Has baseball ever let you back? The car. Who are you, Doctor Phil? Yeah, come on, get out of here. <laughs> Sorry, folks. It's just, you know, it's what we do. <laughs> but, but it, you know, it, and in some reality, there is some reality that baseball is there for us every day. For us, and I mean, I mean, fans. Um, whether it's you know a game you're not even interested in, no. like the Pirates playing the the Reds on a Thursday. Well, I don't really care about that game, really. No. But I'll still watch the highlights at night. Right, but <laughs> still check out my fantasy players, you know, because yeah. it's there every day. The yeah. Dodgers may not play that day. That's right. The Cubs may not play that day, but you know what? Pirates and Reds played. <laughs> but if it comes to like the Diamondbacks, oh, that's yeah. what I draw. Yeah, yeah, we might have to draw the line of that one. But it's funny that we use Sorry, baseball. Sorry, fans. We use baseball as like uh, uh, when we date somebody. When, I ask, when there's a girl that you see from across the room and you think you have a chance, I usually will ask you, right. do you have enough bat speed? And I'll, I'll look at it like, are you questioning my bat speed? Because I think I have enough. And I'll look at Manny and I'll be like, dude, are you saying I don't have enough bat speed? Well, you know, statistics say. <laughs> and that's the way the game goes. So we take baseball pretty much everywhere. Yeah. It is. It's our, it's our lifeblood. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're going to pause here for a little bit. I'm going to uh, break out right something back. a little special for you. So Sounds good. Right I don't even know what it is. I want to hear it. We'll be back. Welcome back. All right, folks, welcome back. Before the break, Manny had said something about he was going to surprise me with something, surprise you guys as well. Um, didn't know what it was, so he's going to tell us about it right now. Yes. Um, you know that I'm a big baseball collector. Huge. So huge. I collect a little bit of everything. The thing about collecting, and I've been collecting for years and years and years, is I like to show people what baseball was then. And let me interrupt just real quick. His collection, for those of you that haven't seen it, is phenomenal. Like, some of his stuff should go in the Hall of Fame. I'm not even joking. Um, so, at some point, I can't wait for you to display it in the future. And you know what? Maybe I will take pictures of it and we'll put it on our Facebook page. That's a great idea. So That's perfect. Yeah, we are going to build a Facebook page soon and launch it. And uh, we'll put that out there for you guys. And again, it's another place you want to make comments for us. That's great. We hope that they're positive comments. But if they're not, um, we can just ask you not to listen. No, just kidding. <laughs> we'll take those too. But... Uh, no, we, we definitely welcome uh, your feedback, but let's get down to this. Let's see what he's brought. So, today I brought you a 30-year-old baseball pack. Wow. And the reason why I brought it for you is because this I want cool. you to feel the nostalgic feeling that I get when I get something old. <laughs> this is awesome. So, I want you to go ahead and open up this Topps 1988 pack and just read out these baseball names that we used to wow. listen to and, and, and 
hear these names before. Yeah. So go ahead. Man. Wow, dude, I feel Just like advise you. Don't eat the gum. <laughs> yeah, it might be a little uh, old, a little yeah. chalky. <laughs> oh my gosh, this feels like, okay. This package is thirty years old. It's thirty years old. This is crazy. And trust me, folks, when you when you see his collection, and if you're any kind of a sportsman, you don't even have to be a baseball fan. He's got memorabilia of all sports football basketball baseball even music boxing and music yeah i mean it's it's phenomenal but his baseball collection is phenomenal i mean i think i think your baseball collection is a cut above the rest maybe that's just because i love baseball and i love him i mean let's get back to the cards <laughs> 30, 30, dude this feels weird 30 years old he's a 30 years old Oh my gosh, oh my goodness. Okay, if you were here with us right now, you'd see this. This is really cool. Um, opening up the, the waxy, plasticky waxy. tops. There's, there is some gum. I will not eat it on my friend's advice. Um, it is pink and it is waxy. So we're going to set that aside. All right, so you want me just to Sweet read these, these players' names? Ooh. Oh my goodness. This is so cool. This is. This is so nostalgic. This feels like seven back in time. Back it in, is we back were little in time. Kids. <laughs> little kids. We got there. Okay, first one. Oh, you love this. Blue Jays playing for the Blue Jays. Kelly Gruber. Gruber. Any Gruber fans out there? Oh, we bet you are. Anybody? Okay, hearing none. Um, <laughs> for the Cardinals, Kurt Ford. Kurt Ford. I almost thought that was Kurt Flood, but that would have been a little bit yeah, too late. That's too yeah. late. <laughs> the great Kurt Flood. All right. Um, the Angels, Dick Schofield. Dick oh, Schofield. I wonder what these guys are doing now. That, that would be another. Well, didn't you, you told me there's this guy out there in the world, in the country, that he actually goes and he interviews? Interviews, yeah. You want to tell him about that just real quick? Um, kind of about a year ago, I heard about this author who was writing a book and one day decided to go and open up an old vintage baseball pack. And so what he ended up doing is going to see if these baseball players still exist and just interview them. Such a great idea. So That, that would be a phenomenal idea. Yeah. Seriously. Can you imagine doing that? Okay. On with the show. We've got, all right, for the Yankees, we got Wayne Tolleson. Wayne Tolleson. We got Wayne Tolleson. Dude, this is crazy. This is fun to do. For the Brewers, the Brew Crew, Charlie O'Brien. O'Brien. Yeah, I think he ended up going to the Braves. Uh, That's right, that. he did. Good old Charlie O'Brien. Yeah. Uh, yeah, are the Rangers. Oh, Pete Incavilia. Oh, you wow. Remember Pete? Oh. I haven't heard that name in a while. <laughs> Pete Incavilia. That guy could hit. He was a, he was a home run hitter guy. Um, Cardinals, Tommy Herr. Tommy, Tommy Herr. Herr. Do you remember her? I used to know a girl named her. Actually, her name wasn't her. She just she just said her. Every wow. time we'd walk down the hall, we'd look at each other and say that. We'd go, we'd look at each other and, look and say her. But we don't know why, which is what we did. And she didn't either. She didn't either. <laughs> Let's see. Um, Orioles, uh, John Habian. I do not know John Habian. John, if you're listening, thank you. Um, thank you for the flowers, too. That was really nice of you last week. And the card. And the card. We appreciate it. Um, let's see. And if you could send us more, that'd be great. But no pressure. Um, let's Ooh, see. Ooh, we got a cubby. Oh, boy. Dude, this is awesome. Uh, 
Bob Dernier. Yeah. Bob Dernier. Classic. Bob. I think okay. I heard he like spelled his name backwards for some reason. <laughs> Maybe he did. It's kind of a funny spelling. <laughs> All right, Padres. Marvel win. Marvel win. Yeah, that's kind of interesting. Okay, now the next uh, next player. We just have a couple left. Uh, Pirates. Jeff Robinson. Now I, I'll admit it. Thirty years. I don't remember Jeff Robinson. I mean, I know Jackie Robinson, but oh, this is a classic. You love this. Texas Rangers. Ruben Sierra. Ruben Sierra. He actually played for the uh, USA Olympic team. That is beautiful. Funny thing about Ruben Sierra, my older brother Bob, if you're listening, and I hope you are, um, his roommate is a really good friend of his named Ruben. Ruben's daughter is named Sierra, so whenever Bob and I talk about Ruben, we always say Ruben Sierra. Did she get it? True story. I think so. I think he explained to her one time. Like, yeah, these guys are weird. <laughs> yeah. Ruben Sierra? They're going to call you Ruben Sierra. Yeah, they're like, they don't, yeah. Again, <laughs> nerds. We're all nerds. <laughs> um, for the Expos, oh, El Capitan, Danny Martinez. Danny Martinez. Oh, my Capitan. gosh. Wow. Oh, and then the, the last card that we're turning over. Really? A Cubby. He is a, he's an announcer today. He still does uh, ESPN. Steve Stone? Yeah, he still does games on ESPN. Uh, uh, Wednesday night games, I believe. Rick Sutt. Oh, nice. Sutcliffe. Yeah, Sutcliffe. Former Dodger, former Cub. Oh, sorry, there was one more. There's one more. Oh, you're going to laugh. Andreas Galarraga? How <laughs> yeah, did you know? No. <laughs> Dante Bichette? <laughs> From the Pirates. Really slow guy. Sid Bream. <laughs> that was cool. That's the cards. Those are the cards from 1988. Wow. So I'm glad I brought that because I wanted you to Me just, too. Uh, just get a kick out of Dude, that was awesome. That made that was totally like going back in, in, in history and going back in time. And, uh, you know, in the, on our future podcast, I'll do little things like this. I'll bring out surprises and stuff and maybe even special guests. So yes. Who knows? Oh, yes. And that's another thing. Eventually, we do want to have... Um, some special guests show up and we're gonna you know we'll let them know ahead of time because we don't know when we're gonna do our next one it could be two weeks from now it could be three weeks from now oh, it could be a month we just never know but um, we definitely uh, are gonna have some special guests show up and uh, you know just kind of somebody to surprise you with and some of you you'll, you'll know them and some of them some of you will not know them but we hope that you keep enjoying our, our podcast yes and eventually we would like to take this podcast when we go travel someplace. Oh, like yes. That. So, Absolutely. And then you could probably hear the experiences that we're seeing and stuff like that. Absolutely. Yeah, and Manny brought that idea up uh, a couple of weeks ago that whether we travel together, which we hope to do, or travel alone, we think it'll be a fun thing to uh, to bring this along with yeah. us. I mean, it is the great adventure of two dudes. It is two dudes. And we are your two dudes, <laughs> Scott and Manny. Well, that should conclude our podcast for today. Sounds perfect. So until next time. Until next time guys. And gal.